the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 20 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good morning. Happy Friday to you. Five days before Christmas. Much love gives to me. Can you believe we're down to five days before Christmas? Or the holidays, or forced time off. It happens fast. I'm going to be playing this song all year round, by the way. I've put it in my medley. I know you're saying, do you have a medley? I do. I've got many fine medleys. Doesn't it relax you a little bit? A little bit? What's up with that little... I can't use any dirty words, but I want to use a dirty word. That, that Lucy chick. That freaking fragging Lucy would always pull the ball away from Charlie. I don't... Why? Let the kid kick it. He was already born with a head like eight times too large. I never really liked Charlie Brown as a kid. I'm going to confess right now. I'm going to give you a confessional. Are you ready? Pastor, I hate Charlie Brown. I hate everything about Charlie Brown. It's a dirty-looking cartoon. I like my cartoons a little bit more modern, a little bit more color. The fact that it looks bland and, and, and muted, eh, it didn't work for me as a kid. Of course everyone liked Snoopy. And of course everyone liked Woodstock. The rest of those kids, eh, you can send them off to prison for all I care. Like, what type of prison? White-collar prison, blue-collar prison. Blue-collar prison. I think Lucy... And um, Sally should join Orange is the New Black, the cast of Orange is the New Black. I know you're saying, I haven't really watched it. You should. It's, let's just say, the L word. Lesbians. What makes a prison show better? More lesbians, apparently. Orange is the New Black? Big show this year for Netflix. Yes, Netflix. Um, which kind of gave them that X second show behind the political show, which, I don't know. House of Cards. And Reed Hastings has asked Obama to be a, appear in House of Cards 2, season 2. And, like, there's a phenomenon there. A lot of reporters say, that, Mr. President, these are all good ideas. It is a pretty good idea for you because your approval rating is worse than Nixon's. And that's tough to imagine because we had a guy named President George W. Bush that a lot of Americans thought was just flat-out an idiot. Maybe even 
maybe even mentally retarded. Like, that's how bad George W. Bush was perceived by the media, and Obama's ratings are lower than his. You know what I care? Oh, I'm exhausted. Can we get a break? I just talked politics and it exhausted me. I'm done. I'm finished. I want to go shop at Target. But when I shop at Target, I'm just going to tape money to my body and say, like, anyone who wants to grab my money, come take it. You don't have to steal it from me. Just come take it. I'm going to be a human pinata of money at Target. One eye on growth, the other eye on rates. That's the, the best thing about what's happened on Wall Street right now. We got the old stink eye on, on, on interest rates. But we also have the old stink eye on employment growth. And it goes right back, right back to interest rates. And it goes right back to growth. Job growth is great. We love it. And we love it like this. We love it, 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 love it, love it. Give me an afternoon cocktail. Okay. So I got a little surgery planned. And I have a little Christmas party planned. Should I do the right thing and skip the Christmas party and go straight to surgery? Or should I do the naughty thing and just start drinking right now? Hold on. There we go. (laughs) Vomiting on your surgeon? Not a good idea. Just for things to write down on uh, 2014 tips and hints. We got the S&P 500 up six. Well, Donald Jones and Nelson Alvarez up 62. Oh, NASDAQ up 16. Oil under $100 a barrel. Oil should be a little bit weaker. It's not. Gold to $1,193 an ounce. There's no reason to own gold for the next five years. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Why? Because the Fed has taken a baby step. And when I say baby step, I'm talking baby step. Towards saying, we're not going to have cheap money in America. Ultra-cheap money. We'll have cheap money, but it's not going to be ultra-ultra-cheap. So we're starting to tighten. Tapering's not tightening. But 2014-2015 should be tightening if tapering of quantitative easing leads in the right direction of ultimately job growth and lower low or contained inflation. U.S. growth was revised higher Economies on firmer footing. I hate stories like that. Okay, so growth was revised higher. There's a phrase on Wall Street that's pretty right on called past performance not indicative future results. So the broker advisor before taking action on the stocks mentioned. The past performance not indicative future growth is the phrase in there that you really need to pay attention to. Like you can hear Phil Grandy go, and for whatever reason that he does this, I don't understand. We have a commercial that touts his success, which is actually illegal according to the SEC. But don't call on me to give advice. So we have a commercial that touts success, right? But there's a phrase that needs to, anytime you talk about success, you have to say this. Past performance, not indicative future results, consults broker advisor for negative action on your stock mention. Um, past performance, not indicative future. So the U.S. economy grew at its fastest pace in almost two years in the third quarter. Okay, I want to get you to retirement, and what I need to teach you there, that doesn't mean anything. As long as our GDP is growing somewhere between 2 to 4%, you should be involved in stocks. As long as the 10-year treasury is under 4%, you should be involved in stocks. 
maybe you can start saying at 3.5%, you start limiting your stock exposure and start going a little bit more bond exposure. GDP, gross domestic product growth, a 4.1% rate. Holy mackerel. It's like Goldilocks. It's too hot. Um, and that's for the third quarter. So the revision got revised, and that's pretty good. Obama's going to be liked a little bit more. When the economy's doing when the economy's doing that well, you're going to be liked and get used to it. I appreciate that. At first, the third quarter GDP was all about inventory, where we had a big inventory build. Now we've got this fourth quarter. We've got early 2014. We've got a little pullback in inventories. Everything's gradually moving forward as far as the economy goes. And I'm good with that, and I hope you are as well. Nike topped expectations. I love Nike. I'm wearing Nikes right now. Probably the day I die, I'll wear Nikes. Maybe even being buried in Nikes. Nikes make their shoes a little bit wide, and I've got, how shall I say, 14 inches long. I've got a big foot. It's like a boat. Like, my feet don't fit on stairs. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. From my big feet, they're like, they see me in a pool, and they're like, man, take those flippers off. That's an unfair advantage. Those aren't flippers. Those are my real feet. It's 130% true. Red Hat beat earnings by $0.07. Cents. Red Hat seems to be kind of a sexy stock these days. Centos. Um, they're a uniform company. So, okay, wait, wait. What's up with those ugly uniforms at Seas Candies? Have you ever been to a mall and gone into a Seas Candies and they make the women in there wear like these 1920 smocks that are honestly, I would sue. I know, you're saying you sue. I've never sued anyone for anything. But if I had to wear that outfit, I would sue. CarMax missed by a penny. BlackBerry missed by a lot. Take a break here. I'll be right back. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Market Minute. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, I'm a big believer in a lot of the simpler things in life. I'm not very materialistic. I drive an old beat up car. When I turn 50, I'm going to buy myself some sort of extravagant car or maybe a jet pack. I'm going to do something like that. One of the things I think we do as a nation a little bit too quickly is we quickly diagnose ourselves, whether we're 77-year-olds or we're 7-year-olds. Big headline coming out today, Ritalin can have a terrifying side effect that men should know about. Now, Ritalin, we all know, is tied towards Novartis. Publicly traded companies like Shearing Plow, Novartis, um, Pfizer, Merck, make pharmaceuticals. And pharmaceuticals have always worked on kind of a molecular level. And in the 21st century, they start working on a uh, genetic level and, you know, a much smaller level uh, per se. And, you know, some of the scientific breakthroughs of 2013 are unbelievable. 
unbelievably positive um, in the way that we're treating cancers and attacking cancers. But here's a side effect that just came out from the FDA, and this kind of scares me because haven't we been prescribing Ritalin for a long time? And now we're saying, oh, and here's another little side effect. And that's one of the things that I, I think that our society is really not that prepared for is the long-term consequences of our actions and the reactions that happen. Um, so a leading type of stimulant used to treat attention deficit disorder can cause rare cases of painful and long-lasting erections amongst men. Okay, awkward, right? Because we're talking about something that's being prescribed to eight-year-olds. Um, it's a methylphenite, a methylphenidite. So the word meth is in there, which tells you a stimulant. Um, younger males, especially those that have not yet reached puberty, may not recognize the problem or may be too embarrassed by it. How do you talk to your kid about that one? Right? Junior. Pay attention, Junior. Pay attention. You've got attention deficit disorder. Junior. There's something that may be happening that you need to talk to me about. Pay attention, Junior. Pay attention. Like, it does, the combination of ADD and talking about that with your kid is not something I would personally want to do. Um, Duck Dynasty is a show about stupid people. Surprisingly, a stupid person on a show about stupid people said something stupid. And I love that America's upset by that. It's kind of ironic, isn't it? When you watch for stupid activity and you get it, and you're surprised by it, um, where do we go from here? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I have anything. I've got nothing. Please, please, feel free to go home. Okay, um, Anchorman 2 is out this weekend. Am I going to see it? You would imagine that I would with my love affair of Ron Burgundy, and I'm really not going to see it. So I just don't care about movies anymore. Um, Final third quarter GDP up 4.1%. That's pretty impressive. So the reason it got revised is also impressive. GDP can be kind of fudged. It can be kind of um, pushed one way or the other way. Real people buying real stuff is what we saw in the final revision. At first, what we saw was inventories building up. And inventories building up is kind of problematic because you go like this. You go, yeah, so they made more cars. They brought Jim in to work, and he worked 33.6 hours, and we made more cars. But no one bought any, so Jim, I think I need to stay at home next month. So Jim doesn't get a paycheck next month. He doesn't get his 33.6 hours. And that's where some of these numbers could be a problem. But real final sales growth was revised from 1.9% all the way up to 2.5%. Economy is better than you think. And for those of you who have cash on sidelines, Mr. T has something that he wants to tell you. Mr. T? I'm pity the fool. There you go. People with cash on the sidelines, um, this is bad for you. Now, I'm not going to say it's so bad for you like you should go home and cry. I'm going to take my ball home. Who were those kids that took their ball home? Remember when you were playing football and Steve got called and his mom would go, Dinner, Steve. Dinner. And he'd be like, I'm taking my ball home. Screw you guys. He wouldn't let you play with his ball and leave it on his porch or something like that. Damn you, Steve. If I owned 
a Rambo, a personal soldier, I would send him after you. 35 years later, SP 500's up 6 today, the Dow's up 53, the Nasdaq's up 21. So those GDP numbers are telling you that the consumers are out there in the third quarter, not in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter we know about. Um, and when the consumer is spending, businesses look at each other, and general managers say to sales managers, uh, sales manager, can't we get some more sales in the book? Because look, 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 people are spending. You should be able to sell commercials because people want things. Do you see? Do you see? Do you see? I know you're saying. I don't see. <sighs> How can I put it in different terms? Should I speak a little French for you? Je uh, voudrais... No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going there today. I know no foreign language other than a little bit of Pig Latin. I, pig Latin should become the new language of the UN. Wouldn't that be great? The United Nations speaks in Pig Latin. Um, Goldman Sachs said today, we expect to see gold prices to keep falling. I do too. The fact that the Federal Reserve has started tapering, which could lead to a rise in interest rates, which should lead, in their opinion, to a rise in interest rates. With this jobs data that comes out, with the GDP data coming out, with the Christmas season right around. Now, the only thing that should stop gold from falling would be something like Kim Jong-il going, I'm going to blow up San Francisco. You're the leader of North Korea, so to speak. You're tiny. You're friends with Dennis Rodman, and you say something like, I'm going to blow up San Francisco. Yeah, maybe gold goes a little higher. But that would be a very big outlier. Um, so I expect ETFs to continue to see uh, outflows of gold, and I expect gold prices to continue to fall. I'm not shorting gold. I have no care to short gold. I don't want to short gold. Um, the uh, the biotech industry is doing real well, real well today. The IBB, the IBB, it's the iShares NASDAQ biotech stocks up big today. Of 1.6%. Great. Google Moogla. They're up as well. Um, Google's up 7 bucks today. 1,093. Okay. Google, I can see, is having argumentatively some competition. Right? In search or in phones. But they're doing a lot of things right. They're either number one or number two in, like, a lot of tech areas. I like Facebook stock because they're number one. And no one else has got that whole business of getting people aligned. The problem with, Google, with Facebook is they're now so big that you can't get what you want from them. So some, some services on the side are starting to slice up their pie. Who else? Apple, up big today. Got some leadership there. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. This is Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. We'll take a break here. Be right back. Call ITT Tech at 1 800 Ron Burgundy rides, he rides like the wind. Not like a Subaru or a golf cart. Like the goddamn wind. Powerful and sleek and invisible. Feel that draft up your skirt, ladies? That's me. Okay, that was creepy. I'm sorry. I smoked a funny cigarette with this Robin Thicke guy. Let's just say the filter is off. Anyway, I feel like I've gone on too long. Let me hit you with this. 
feet of polished nickel, valves, and my sweet breath. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. You can tell it's kind of a Friday show, end of the year type of show. Um, just not... I don't know. What do you need to talk about? Stock market's up 25, 30% for the year. Do you know how many of those you're going to have in your lifetime? Like maybe four, if you're wildly lucky. A lot of people sat on the sideline this past year in large part because they, they know Obama and the Republicans were going to fight. They knew that Congress was going to shut down. They knew that that was going to lead to some sort of awful disaster. It didn't. And Wall Street worked. I like to say when people ask me about investing in the United States or where do you invest, and I, I, I invested a lot, most of my money in capitalism. Um, and what does that mean? So capitalism being um, investments long-term in corporate America. Corporate America to me seems to be pretty efficient. If you take a look at it across the board, yeah, there's some inefficiencies at times, but they tend to make a lot of money. And they tend to hire people when they want to make more money, and they tend to fire people when they want to start saving some money because they're not making the money. Um, So, yeah, I think small cap, mid cap, large cap are a great way to max out your 401k. I was talking to CFA yesterday, Certified Financial Analyst, and I said, you know, I think you can make the case, and this is what I do, is this part of what I do in my life is that I make cases. And part of this is in the consulting world, and I think you make a case that for someone under 50, you don't need bonds at all. Now, of course, you can have bonds, but in this low interest rate environment for the next two years where the Fed says, you know, we're going to keep interest rates really super low to try to make sure that employment picks up, um, I, say, I think you can make a case that there's no bonds whatsoever. Now, if you want high-quality corporate bonds to give you a little 2%, 3% kind of gains... But to me, 2% to 3% kind of gain is not quite enough when you're looking at the bigger picture of beating inflation. You work hard for your money. You need your money to work hard for you. I know that sounds like a crazy concept. Why does your money have to work hard for you? Because if you work hard for your money and you do instant gratification, you spend it all right now, then you're not going to have anything to live off of when you're between the age of 60 and 100 when you can no longer work hard for your money. Um, I'm going to have a guest on in the second hour of the show who is an independent contractor. I kind of think that's the way of looking at it, that he really super needs to look towards his future. Because as contractors, like I'm an independent contractor on radio, the day my voice goes or the day that there's a faster, smarter monkey, I'm gone. I'm replaced. I know that. A lot of backstabbing in the news game. I mean, you have to watch your back. There's a lot of backstabbing in the news game. Like I'm working Christmas Eve. I'm not working Christmas, but I'm working Christmas Eve because... That day that you let someone sit in for you, it all goes bad. At the, the future of news is in a single word, robots. At television, it's horrific. The average age of a news broadcaster is 34 years old, and I'm over 34. The average salary is $42,000, and I'm like, whoa, I make more money than that. <laughs> but with that said, uh, when I saw Katie Couric, 55 years old, get a gig at Yahoo!, it broke my heart because she's way too old for that. And I mean that with love and respect or peace and love, peace and love. Um, she makes a lot of money, but she's moving the broadcasting field into streaming. 
So I think she gets whatever she wants as far as money goes, and I think she can be as old as she wants because she's now, in my opinion, a pioneer. And I know you're saying pioneers. Like, are you talking about the pioneers from the Wild Wild West days where you would go west, young man, and you'd have a caravan of, of people, and you'd bring farmers, and you'd move west, and Indians would ravage you and shoot arrows at you? And Yes, I think she's that kind of go west, young woman kind of attitude at this point in time. So she can be a little bit older. I think Yahoo may pull a coup. Um, because I'm looking at Yahoo now, and a lot of my news comes from Yahoo, or a lot of my news comes from MSN, or a lot of my news comes from, you know, the first screen on my tablet or my phone, um, or an app. None of my news comes from ABC, CBS, or NBC anymore. None. Zero. My weather? Nope. Comes from my phone. My traffic? Nope. Comes from my phone. And then I consume all my news on my phone or my tablet or my computer. So none of it. So I know who Raj Mathai is because I went and sat next to him in the gym. Oh, you want to hear sad and pathetic Raj Mathai and me sitting side by side, shirtless at a gym. He's an incredibly good-looking man. I am not. He's incredibly fit. I am not. And uh, he said, I, I said to him, I said, I've seen you before on TV. And he goes, yes. And I go, you're that sportscaster. And he goes, yes. And I go, hmm, trying to piece it all together. And I I just, I played with him. Like, he wouldn't tell me his name. And I wouldn't tell him that I I knew his name. So he kind of went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, that's where the story ends. <laughs> it wasn't a very good ending, except for he stole my towel. And that I will always remember as Raj Mathai. Stole my towel. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. You know, 2014, I think, is looking pretty good. Um, the name of the game in investing, though, is to find out what could go wrong. Um, there's Elizabeth Warren. She's a congressperson who hates the banks. And I know you're saying, does she really hate the banks? Well, no, she likes the people, and she wants the banks to give a good relationship to the people and not to make as much money as possible. And there's some, you know, there's some credence to that. Like, when you go deposit your money at the bank, you're like, I should be able to get my money back within a day or two. So you'll probably go, I want it that same day. I'll say it within a day or two. And then the banks go out and they invest your money 33 times. So $1 allows them to invest it 33 times. So they're super leveraged. So basically, it's $33 needs to all go correctly in order for you to get your $1 back. So people like Elizabeth Warren, they want the banks to take less risk. They want maybe go invest it 10 times instead of 33 times. So the bank figures 33 people not all likely to ask for their money back at the same time. Maybe one out of 33. And therefore, that's where the leverage limits kind of figure out and play out. So she could be a problem. Um, and I know you're saying, why is she a problem? Because if she cracks down on banks and banks aren't lending, and I want a new car, and guess who's lending me money? Banks. Or I want to open up a new office building, guess who's lending me money? Banks. I want to buy a single-family house, settle down, make babies, guess who's lending me the money? Banks. So banks make our, our society work. Uh, if I could only invest in one investment for the next five years, it's going to be a bank. I can only invest in one investment for the next 10 years. It's going to be a bank. Um, is it Bank of America, Goldman Sachs? Is it the Huntington Bank shares? It doesn't really matter. It's the concept that our economy goes nowhere without banks. 
So I like Elizabeth Warren for helping the people, but again, the system kind of figures out how to screw the people no matter what. And I'm kind of good with that. I'm at peace with that at this point in time. And what I mean by that is um, whether it's ATM fees or whether it's bounce check fees or whether it's minimum deposit fees or if you actually want to come into our, our office and see a human being, we're going to charge you a fee. The future of banks, just so you know, if I were, and for the record, in my home city, the person I go and bank with, she's an incredibly, there's an incredibly good-looking woman. And I, to me, it's like a museum of women going into a bank. I just want to put my eyes on these beautiful beasts and say, I can't have you. You're too young. But I, my internal editor's on, so I can't say that out loud. So I actually go to the bank just to look at a beautiful statue of a woman who's actually breathing, and she's out of a job soon because of 9-11. I know you're saying, 9-11, yeah, because back in 9-11, 9-10, let's go to 9-10, you would actually have to send your bank your check, and your check would then be mailed to New Jersey, and they would take a picture of it, and they would they would follow the bank. It was actually a physical process of cashing your check. Now you can use an app, take a picture of your check, and it's deposited for you. You never actually have to go to a bank. So the bank teller is going to go the way of the dodo bird, and I hate to say that because that's one of those low-paying jobs, or it's a decent-paying job, but for high school education, can get by with it, as long as you've got decent attire and you speak well and you don't have a marble mouth, uh, which I've been guilty of once or twice in my life before. So anyway, long story short, that's an industry that's going to be changing, and that's an industry that I like because we still are going to need to bank, and banks will just make more money because they won't actually have physical locations uh, or far fewer physical locations. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Zuckerberg, this was a story yesterday, um, sold a lot of shares. And he's entitled to sell a lot of shares. He owns a lot of shares. He's entitled to go out and buy a boat. He's entitled to go give millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to um, charity. Um, so I don't look at that as a selling reason in a stock. I always say, let's have five reasons why you buy a stock or a mutual fund. Let's have five reasons why you'd sell it. If he were to announce his retirement, that would be a reason to sell. I think he's considered, quote-unquote, a leader. Um, Sheryl Sandberg's a leader. Um, then you would start looking at some of the salespeople as, as insiders, management. You look at the sales, you look at the profits, you look at the competition, reasons you like Facebook. And then when they start to turn, when they start getting more and more competition, their leaders start to go, or their sales start to slow, or their earnings start to fall, that's the same exact reasons why you would sell. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Don't be shy. Got me email, rob at robblack.com. That's a Bloomberg Market Minute. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. It's been a weird year for the big tech companies of the Bay Area. The companies like Oracle, Intel, Microsoft, although not a Bay Area company, they're not really growing all that fast. They're doing fine. They're making billions of dollars, but they're not really growing like other companies are really growing, like Salesforce.com. Oracle's doing everything that they can to spend their profits right now to buy companies that potentially can get some growth going back for them or to potentially sustain their you know, billions of dollars of profits for years to come. They're buying their way out of trouble, or they're buying their way into your favor. If I could own Salesforce.com or Oracle, I'm going to own Salesforce.com. Salesforce.com has better growth. Um, Salesforce.com does everything on the cloud. We're going to look back historically and start remembering some technology in really, really funny ways. Um, Steve Jobs killed the album. I know you're saying, Steve Jobs killed the album. Yeah, you used to buy ten songs all at once from a musical artist, and now you're buying one at a time. Sometimes you're buying all ten, but very, very rarely. Um, the whole idea of an album, vinyl, it's kind of archaic at this point in time. Um, the whole idea of a, a notebook computer versus a tablet, notebook computers kind of look clunky. A couple years ago, they weren't all that bad. So, of course, they're going to survive on some level. Um, Desktop computers have their purpose and their power. But Oracle is buying a company called Responses for $27. uh, For not $27. uh, Yeah, $27 a share, about $1.5 billion. Um, And, again, it's sometimes these tech companies that come IPO, and you hear about these IPOs, and like, wow, they've got this new software. They're really meant to be an incubating ground for the big companies to cherry-pick them and make them part of their business model. And they're really not meant to be in business forever and ever. As an investor, I want you to focus on companies that are going to be in business forever and ever. You remember at a point in time somewhere in your life seeing an American Express commercial. Maybe it was Carl Malden, and he's on a, uh, a street with fog and... You know, you see his American Express card and then his name pounds out on it. Buy American Express. Buy Visa. You've seen that company for your whole life. When I look at Visa, okay, okay, okay. Do do yourself this favor. Turn on sports this this holiday season and try to find one sporting event where Visa's not present. Nine out of the top ten TV shows last year were NFL games. Try to turn on one NFL game without seeing Visa everywhere. That's pretty powerful. To buy your way into the NFL, like NFL sponsors, you don't see like, um, you don't see cheap companies tied towards the NFL. Uh, So why would you buy a cheap company when you could buy a great company? So when you do individual stocks, think of things that are great and fantastic. Don't think of things as like responses. It's got a name that's not even, you can't even spell it if you try to phonetically sound it out. You can't even do it. It's one of those companies that was meant to be acquired or to be put out of business. And that ups the risk factor or that changes the game. Now, again, could you make a whole living just investing in companies that are going to be bought? Sure. But wouldn't it be a lot sweeter to go to Cancun, South of Cancun, Playa del Carmen? Go to South Cancun where you can literally live as an American amongst. Mexican as monks, uh, French like it's not an American like hideout. It's it's you can actually get in the culture. If you buy something like Nike, you can go to Cancun. If you buy something like Responses, you can't go to Cancun. You have to like babysit that. You have to stay on top of it. You have to like give up your life to, you know, um, read the quarterly filings, the S filings. So I would much rather 
you diversify your portfolio with indexes. And then if you want to add a little flavor, absolutely. You could buy a couple stocks here and there. But I want them to be companies like Nike. Now, I've been very fond of McDonald's, but McDonald's, I'll tell you, the flags are starting to pop up everywhere that that company's in trouble. Because people under the age of 35 treat McDonald's as if it's poison. They don't... They don't treat it as if, like, it's food. They treat it as, I'm only going there because I'm being tortured. Now, some people will say it's affordable food. It's Okay, I would question whether it's food. They, that's the problem with McDonald's going into the future. Would I rather own Chipotle or would I rather own McDonald's? I'm going to say Chipotle because I still have enough um, brown hair to outweigh my gray hair. Now, if I'm old and gray, I'd probably go McDonald's because I don't think they're going to go down fast. And I don't really have the time to like, play with a Chipotle in case they make a mistake. The day Chipotle announces breakfast, that stock goes up another 10 20% that day because McDonald's will lose breakfast people to fresh food versus processed food. And again, I like American Express. There's other payment options out there. You always have to, like, you have to be honest with yourself. Um, so if I want an income right now, I'm going to go with the older company. If I want growth, I'm going to go with the younger company. Um, and I think Chipotle's hit enough mass that they will be around for quite a while. It's not going to be, um, you know who went down really quick? Quiznos. They're still out there, but they went down fast. Um, Quiznos tried to play with Subway, but their franchisee model wasn't quite right, and their food was very expensive, and then they had to heat it up. Um, so Quiznos once was a, a pretty big up-and-coming franchise, and they got put down by Potbelly, which is an East Coast franchise that's starting to come west, and you don't know about it yet. Um, I'm not big into franchises, just so you know. Just so you know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You've got five days left until Christmas. Um, I guess you could count it as six if you want to go out on Christmas Day and get gifts, but you are out of time. Uh, tomorrow, biggest day of the year for shopping. It's called Super Saturday, and it's the last chance that you get to go to malls. It's really kind of the last chance that you get to go online and get your orders placed. Um, and it's been a good Christmas season. It has been great. It's been a lot of discounting. As an investor, I hate discounting. As a human being, as a shopper, I love discounting. I'll buy whatever you want to give me at 50% off. Absolutely. Banana Republic, 50% off, I'm in. But I'm not going to buy Old Navy stock or Gap stock who owns Banana Republic in any way, shape, or form. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblack.com. You can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.